it down to dust. Yeah, um, miffed and peeved. Miffed and peeved. That's a way of saying like you're angry or you're mad. Don't be miffed and peeved. Miffed. Don't be miffed and peeved. <laughs> I know it. I it's a real world. It's a real world. It's a real world. It's a real world. I don't use it. It's a real one. I don't use it. Not in your vocab? Down to dunk. Yes. This is Stephen Adams. Don't be miffed and peeved. No, you can't be miffed and peeved. Sorry. This is Stephen Adams. You can't be miffed and peeved because you're listening to Down to Dunk. We still have a show right now. Two of down to dunk. I am Luke. Joined this morning by Andrew. Andrew. Eventually Taylor. Andrew. And Jay. Jay. And also with us, friend of the pod, Alex Spears. Hey, y'all. You can find us on dailythunder.com dash radio at five. PM Central Standard Time, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and of course anywhere you subscribe to your podcast. Guys. Gans is back. <laughs> back again. Thunder's back. Tell a friend. Oh my gosh. The Thunder beat the Warriors the other night. One oh eight to ninety one. They held the Warriors to ninety one points. Some yeah. of that was that Steve Kerr pulled eight his, minutes left. His guys with eight minutes left and because he's I, a coward. I was just like counting the guys out there like, wait a minute. one That's, that's five. None are good. Like, yeah, it was like Omar Caspi, David West. Nick Young. Looney, Nick Young, and uh, who cares? Some young. Number zero. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Russell Westbrook. Um, what, what was your biggest takeaway, Alex, from this game? Um, biggest takeaway was probably the defense and seeing – kind of what we saw two years ago in the Western Conference Final where they just had so much length that they could actually match up with the Warriors when the Warriors' offense... like They just couldn't get things going. Like, yeah. and, and the thing that blew my mind was that they were playing lineups with like Robertson and Hustis yeah. <laughs> at the same time. And then Hustis was getting the most minutes off the bench, which was... Interesting and exciting and actually right. made sense because he's the kind of defender that you need against Golden State. Um, so, yeah, it kind of made me feel good about this team going forward because it's like, oh, yeah, we were putting this team together to face this other team. Yeah. And it actually is going to work, maybe. Yeah, because coming into this game, I mean, it just – you circled this game at the beginning of the year because you're like, this is going to be where we actually see where the Thunder are at. And then they lose to the Pelicans, and you're like, I, I don't even, I don't even know if I want to go to this game. Like, I don't even know if I want to watch this game because it, it just, it was weird. It was just a weird, it was a weird environment to start the game. And then when the Thunder started playing well, first of all, you're like, all right, whatever. Goes again. Like this means nothing. I mean, I just. That's all I thought. Every shot that went in in the first half, this means nothing. This means nothing. This means nothing. <laughs> um, but. The way they played, the, the way they were able to sustain the defense was definitely the biggest difference. And the fact that their shots were falling. I mean, one of the big problems against the Pelicans and, you know, b- the bad teams they've lost to is that their shots just weren't falling. We talked about it. Against the Pelicans, there were two shots that were wonderful threes yep. from Abrinas and Melo. They were back-to-back, and they just, they just missed. 
And that's kind of yeah, a, that's a problem. <clears throat> well, in the Pelicans game, just talk about that briefly. Like, and I know you and Taylor talked about it for a second, but the Cousins getting ejected scenario, like there was three minutes that surrounded that moment that changed the entire game. Yeah. So the Thunder were already up. They get, you know, three or four or five. I don't know. They got a ton of free throws. They got the ball back. The first play after Cousins is ejected is a Steven Adams, either alley oop or yeah, it's one of those pick and rolls where he goes to the rim and he misses it. Yeah. Like so the Thunder would have been up by seven, I think, at that point. Like the total game could have shifted at that point. But instead what happens is they're they go down and that's the Jameer Nelson half court heave is almost like the next play. Yeah, in that, and so it's like this huge turnaround as, as far as momentum in that game, and and Thunder are just weird. They're weird, and they're not created to play a team like the Pelicans. Like I think yeah, they would really still know. beat them. They would beat them in a seven game series. I still think. I think because and what I they think. what they would have to do is they would just have to not. And this is where Billy, like the only complaint I have about Billy is it's like be more situationally present with your substitutions like robertson no reason to be on the floor against the pelicans like yeah. no reason yeah like run around with drew drew holiday but surely any of the other guys could do that paul george can do that yeah paul yeah. george can do that but then you know and i don't want to answer some of these questions but you look at him against the warriors and it's like there's so much for him to do yes and then billy donovan is far more substitution minded like adam's subs out early and then comes back more with the second. It was just a strange, like he just, it was like, oh yeah, you guys said it in the podcast. And it's kind of funny. Like, was he just screwing with us for the first 15 games? It's like, (laughs) oh yeah, I forgot that this is actually how we're going to play. Yeah. Because the whole game was different. The intensity on defense was insane. Russell Westbrook was actually playing defense he was hounding Steph Curry yeah. the whole game. He destroyed Steph. It was nuts, On man. both ends. So, I, anyway, it was, it was a, a fun game. And I will you, – you mentioned this. The stadium or the arena felt super weird. Do you want to um, – To start. You want like, to, it felt really weird. Do you just want to go to the questions? Yeah, I think Alex had some stuff he's going to say. He's probably got, like, actual – Time and energy invested. Uh, yeah, but it's for the specific question. All right, perfect. So let's get in down. Hey, guys, before we do that, I want to talk about Anthem Beers. Woo! They're, they're new Ride or Die PA. Alex, you had it. I had two. What do you what, think? What do you tell think? us about it? What do you think? Well, you boys know that I'm from <laughs> Portland, a bastion for people who like microbreweries. Uh, they're just offering IPAs out on the street. <laughs> Can't have a bad beer out in Portland. I will say, I would put Anthem up against any microbrewery that wow. in Portland. Because all of their beers across the board are good. <coughs> I have not yet had a bad beer from Anthem. Obviously, they're the ones I like more. And the Ride or Die is probably one of my favorites so far. Because it is a double IPA. Can is beautiful. It is beautiful. I love the artwork. My, my wife told our friend Dusty that the skeleton looked like him. Which he did not take as a compliment. No, but it was meant as one. <laughs> but it was meant as one. <laughs> Skeleton looks like you <laughs> when you're dead. But seriously, the beer is great. Yeah, it was delicious. I loved it. You should go check out. You've got some time on your hands right now. Yeah, most holiday weekend. Most people still, aren't right? working. Thanks, and if you're not working, and maybe you got some some people in town, take them down to Anthem True. Brewing Company. It's a great tap room. Southwest Fourth and Classen downtown oklahoma city it's 
It's a cool tap room. You'll feel cool when you enter and feel cool when you leave because it's cool. Ride Cooler. or die, PA. Really Ride or die? Ride or die. Ride or die, PA. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. I said it right. It's cool. Maybe. All right. Guys, move on to our Twitter questions. Twitter questions! First Twitter question comes from Ryan underscore Eller, who wants to know, how did you celebrate the Thunder win? Playing video games. <laughs> Me and here. Luke were watching the game together at our friend's Dane house, and we spent the rest of the night just celebrating playing video games together. That's right. Hey, what games are you guys are getting down to? Uh, we played a game called Overcooked. Don't, don't chew into the mic. Welcome to the pod, Taylor. Don't, don't chew into the mic. Hey, man. What are you doing? Hey, what, you, what have you guys talked about? I don't know. Taylor's <laughs> muted. Taylor, that's, Taylor got that's, muted. A, that's an early muting for Taylor. <laughs> wow, really? Yeah, you're muted. Yeah, you're muted till the donut's gone. All right. Um. <laughs> we played Overcooked. We played Nidhogg 2. We played Mortal Kombat. We played Everybody's Golf. Wow. I, I liked everyone's golf. I got second. Wow. Formerly Hot Shots. For all the gamers out there. All right, all right. Jamon, how'd you celebrate the game? Uh, I didn't really celebrate... I didn't really celebrate. Like, like there wasn't this moment where I... You didn't clap or cheer? No, I mean, I was going insane during okay, the game. Okay, all right. Uh, you drive home with your windows I down? Drove, no, I drove home trying to find... Freeze out with your son? <laughs> trying to find, like, like content that would... <laughs> That would analyze like what happened, like, and it was just so what. So the sports animal guys, oh god, like basically yeah. just tried to, uh, you know, like the Warriors, they just didn't really play well. It's like, what are you talking about? It was just uh, their their post game is so bad <laughs> on sports animal. So I flipped over to the franchise for a little bit just to get a little more of that. But man, I'm old, and so by the time I got home, I'm just like trying to stay awake on the last five minutes of my drive and getting out of there's chaos. And so I think what I want to do from now on after a game at Thunder, just hang out in the stadium for another Get yeah, to sleep there. Yeah, just <laughs> spend the night. Uh, Bring a sleeping bag. I get on Twitter. I watch. So my normal routine, and I have done this historically with like OU football, like if they have a big win, same thing with Thunder basketball, is I just like will watch all three of the ESPN channels to try to just see like, the takes that they have as yeah. part of it, and it still wasn't very good. Like the halftime between the Sacramento Kings, I feel like they should have just replayed the Warriors Thunder game instead of the Kings Lakers game afterwards. Like, hey, in lieu of this game, we're just going to replay the one that just happened. Yeah, but the they Lakers didn't do that. Really bad, but it is. <laughs> um, I was at the game and I recorded a Dream Team pod. That's how we. That's how we yeah. celebrated. Because before the before the game, we were eating in the media dining area. And Tim Bontemps was sitting at our table, and we're, I was. I said, we should do a podcast if the Thunder win. He's like, you're not doing a podcast. I was like, all right, thanks, man. He's like, we should do, if the Thunder win, we're going to meet and do a podcast. But anyways, we did. Tim Bontemps said that? S- surprise, surprise. Mmm, very interesting. <laughs> man. Taylor, how did you celebrate? Uh, I, didn't, I didn't really celebrate. I just kind of relaxed. And felt relief. Let relief overcome me. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not ready for this podcast. That is a weird. <laughs> I am not ready for this podcast yet. That is a weird answer. Sorry. Well, listen, no. relief. Relief overcame me. <laughs> and no, stop, 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 no, 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 no. He's muted again, Ryan. Sorry, those aren't good answers. Let's go to the next question. All right. <laughs> Our second Twitter question comes from at Banjalope. 
for those of us who weren't at the game, what was the atmosphere like at the at like as compared to KD's return last year? Great, great. How was the atmosphere? I thought it was way different. Like it was not as angry. Like it was normal booing whenever things would happen. But it felt. I thought. I think the Thunder fans were so apprehensive. Like you could feel the tension. At the beginning of the game, because everybody thinks, just please don't blow us out. Yeah, don't embarrass us. Don't please. embarrass us. I don't think it was fun for it was not fun for me to watch but while it, I was there. But the first as half, they progressively yeah. played better and better, and it sustained in the third quarter, you felt the whole stadium just released. But I tell you, yeah. so two moments that happened that I was like, hmm. So at the very beginning, because we got there way too early, like my whole plan before the game just fell apart, and so we got there way too early. So we watched the shoot around, and Kevin was over just like. Hugging, hanging out with Mark Bryant and Nick Collison. A lot of the different guys. Nick Collison, like yep. him and chatted for a little while. Royal Ivy, which obviously they're still buds, but yeah. that part of it felt pretty weird. And then as he left the tunnel, there's like a 150, 200 fans in Warriors gear. There's a Warriors Kate. crowd. There was a there. huge group of people that were there and supported him. So it did feel a little bit. I didn't see a little girl in a cupcake outfit. Like, I didn't see no, I didn't. a lot of that stuff kind of faded a little bit, which was really helpful. But I'll tell you this at the end of the game, there was a weird moment. I don't know if you two saw it, but there's these two guys that were walking. I guess they were leaving the game. And so they're on the court baseline and they walked by in front of the Warriors bench and Katie and Draymond, because at the end of the game, those two guys. They're cracking jokes on the bench, like pointing at players, like some of the bench guys are coming in for the Thunder, like laughing at them and making fun of them and all this crap. Like you could see it. Yeah. They're trying to really, because it's all this crap of like, you're trying to act like it really didn't matter, but we know it mattered. Right. We know it mattered. Yeah. Just trying to pretend it didn't. So these two guys, these two just fans walk in front of them and they literally get face to face with Draymond and Kevin Durant just like screaming at each other and what? the cops have to get in between them and usher the guys up and out and the guys were just like we're just walking we're just walking like they're you probably just trying to get around up. them to go they were to the, but it was like yeah. they got in each other's face screaming at them like it was crazy i was like that's a little too close for fans to be Kevin is be- Kevin wild. is becoming Draymond yes in so many ways mostly through the clapping but Draymond's real. Like, Draymond no, is... No, 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 no. I'm saying that... The, yeah, Draymond is But himself. he like, actually backs it up. But he and does the clapping. But Kev, like, Kevin looked like he was trying to do an impersonation of Draymond Green almost the whole game. Like, he was trying to laugh off anything Russ did. He was trying to clap off everything Russ did. It was weird. But the stadium, as far as the stadium... like that, It was like a... It was like a playoff game is what it felt Eventually, like. Eventually, it, it turned. It was loud, and people yeah. were partying. Like it, You could just feel a fun vibe. Like the, Every yeah. dance – you know, they do all the same things all the time where it's like, show us your dance moves, Thunder fans. And But like people were actually doing it, and everything was just a little more <laughs> enjoyable as part of that game. And so yeah. it, was, it was awesome. Well, it was and, the, and the crowd booed Kevin Durant the whole game. Every time he touched the ball, he was booed. It wasn't as crazy, and it wasn't as like – you hurt us booing, you know, like that, like after last year's game, it just felt so sad and it felt like, Oh wow. Like we will never beat the warriors is what it felt like, but it was different. And I think that the vibe also is, uh, it came from the fact that the thunder were winning and that they did win had that turned and had they gotten blown out, you could see the crowd turning on Kevin again. And it being like, you're right. Like, it's like evil, mean vibe again within the arena. But it wasn't like so that at mean. all. 
Taylor, you were there. What'd you think? Uh, really, you are a little too power. Uh, what's the? Say <laughs> 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 that <laughs> again. <laughs> Mute me. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Just mute uh, it was. Uh, I did not have fun watching it. Now, not to say that it wasn't. It was great to watch, and I was getting really into it. Like in, the emotions were very intense. Yeah, but it was not fun to watch it because I fully expected the Warriors to turn it around in the third quarter or even like the fourth quarter, and. I, and it just didn't happen, and it was kind of confusing. And your anxiety until, like, was so high. So like, high until so anxious. a minute and a half left, and then I could, you know, enjoy it and whatever. But, KD, going back to what you were saying, Andrew, there were so many times that you could tell Kevin Durant was clearly frustrated by something that happens or embarrassed or whatever, and then he would, like, just smile and, like, shake his head. And it would make me so mad because <laughs> it's what you're saying. It's like... That that is not. I can tell that you are. You're just like a little kid. I can tell you're actually frustrated. Just don't have any expression. My filter, like appropriate language and responses, was on overdrive. In some of those moments, like when Russ slapped the ball out, and then Katie got in his face, and yeah, little, like, yeah, the forehead touching touch head thing, which is weird. Anthony Slater pointed out that's the first time they've touched in like a year <laughs> and a half. <laughs> but there's just part of me, like when that happened, like. This all of that rage that I had just been suppressing for like a year and a half just started like boiling out. And I'm like, I stand yeah. up and every oh, no. part of me is just like, <laughs> F you, Kevin Durant. But I don't like, and it manifested itself in like a physical explosive diarrhea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, it was just rough. I had to angry. run out. What did you guys think tits. of that? What did you guys think of that moment? I didn't. Uh, we missed it when we were watching yeah, it. We did. We, miss. we oh. missed it. Didn't even see it. We were all watching the game and like, but like talking, like kind of doing. Yeah, it was like, oh the yeah, the ball went out of bounds. But then Let's they replayed it, and we were like, when did that happen? Is that from another game? And we had like we had to go back and find it. So I we missed it. When, I, when was it? I don't like they're trying to say feel that it was fake or whoever says that. Action. Who's Is saying it? that? Oh, Tim, Tim Kawakami. Really? Tim yeah. Kawakami. Tim Kane. I don't know what he says because he blocked us a long time ago. <laughs> he, did block, he did block us. It's okay. Uh, it's a. It's just a really bad take. It's an uneducated, stupid take. He's saying that it's he like, said, fake. Like, yeah, that they're putting on a show. For yeah, people. they're playing like, their roles. It just means that you just like you just have n- no clue about what their relationship is or what's happening. So they're the saying like they got they got together. It's like pro wrestling. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah. They thought it was WWE no, there's, on the NBA floor. No, because that would be terrible professional wrestling. I wouldn't like it. Wouldn't watch it. Okay. <laughs> well, good. It's our, it's our WWE expert. See, the reason why I know they're not playing roles is because they're so boring off the court yeah. when talking about it. Yeah. yeah. Like, if they were playing roles, they would build it up. But, like, all their interviews are so boring. They're like, oh, no, it doesn't mean anything. Like, this is just another game. Yeah. Like, they're terrible at it if that's what they're doing. Yeah. yeah and their post-game interviews with Mean Gene Okerlund, like, it'd be something. Is that a reference? Yeah. You remember him? Oh. Is that a reference? I know. Yes, Are you it proud is. of me? Yes. I, yes, that's good. Good guess. Good yeah, work. What was, good what was funny is that. Oh, man, I can't believe Kevin Durant, man. I'm going to come at him with pounds of fury. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a little more. Kevin's got another thing coming to him, brother. <laughs> right? Yeah. His body looking real tight. <laughs> 
<laughs> like a compliment. Yeah, yeah it does. <laughs> Thanks. It sounds like a great thing. Um, I haven't seen WWE in a while. Is that uh, kind of the stuff that happens? Yeah. Okay. Ru- Russell was funny after the game because he's like, I play this way against everybody, like Reggie Jackson. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. you just hate Reggie Jackson. So too. wait yeah. for tonight. And, and then he like scrambled to say Dennis Smith Jr. afterwards. <laughs> and it was just like, it was hilarious. What's the first name that pops in my head? Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. too. And he was really caught off guard because it was the last question or he was supposed to have been done. And then someone just screamed the question at him about he and KD. And like he was just caught off guard and he like went ahead and answered it. And then was it you? He, no, I, I will not talk to Russell. I will not. <laughs> I did like, uh, he did have a good quote that I'm coming at your neck every night. <clears throat> yeah. What was, what, what does that just, mean? It's just a fun body part yeah. to choose. It was a great body. Part. It's like, uh, it's like dogs and don't, don't dogs and wolves yeah. go after the neck to kill. That's oh, true. That's wolves right. go after the jugular. To yeah, that's true. I've heard uh, that on antelopes. Yeah. So that, yeah. do you remember the starters used to wonder whether Russell Westbrook was a cat or a dog? Sounds like. He's a dog. Oh, oh he's a dog. I'm pretty sure, like, he's a dog. tigers and I think all predators go for the neck. Like, if you got, oh, cane, so you can oh. still be a cat. <laughs> yeah, it's still still back up. Uh, still it's still, that's true. Could still be a cat. Really, any any mammal with canines. All right, go ahead, God Taylor. <laughs> all right, our next Twitter question. A part of it comes from at Richards Bryce three five, while most of it comes from at Chad Emus three three, who wants to know what is Chad your favorite. Emus. Chad Imus. Chad, no, Chad Imus. That's his first and last name. <laughs> Chad Imus. Chad Imus. What was your favorite moment of the game, and is this the turning point where it all clicks? Am I crazy for believing that OKC has a legit shot of winning a playoff series against Golden State? Can I give you guys some uh, moments? Yes, please. No. Just to refresh your memory. <laughs> so nah. obviously, if we're thinking like top three or something – Figure out which ones of these you think deserve it. Westbrook's dunk. Very powerful. Very oh, powerful. so much Stomping. Power. That was a good one. Are you talking Are you talking about the uh, the nice dunk? Yeah, the nice dunk. Okay. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> when he scored 69 points on a dunk, his nice dunk. Oh, oh really? Uh, That's Yeah. Oh, well, then I don't know. <laughs> well, then, uh, no. They gave one. him 69 points for one dunk. It was that good. <laughs> stole wow. the ball. Stole the ball from Steph. <laughs> yeah. Slam a jamma, 69 points. The Thunder were actually down by 40. Wow. Wild. <laughs> uh, okay. Westbrook's back-to-back steals. Do you remember this? Yeah. Seen this. Heard about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a part of that That one sequence. was cool because it actually started with a Westbrook turnover. Then KD tried to pass it to Steph. Westbrook steals it. And then it happens again. He steals Steph straight up and gets an N1. That was a good one. Yeah, that was good. Westbrook and Katie forehead rub. Big moment of the game, but was it your favorite? Another one. Paul George when he shimmied towards uh, the Golden State bench after a made three. That, that was a fun one. Uh, when Draymond tried to go for a self-alley-oop, kind of, and then Rush, <laughs> Russ got it, dished it to Robertson, and then he, he, he jammed it. This was in like the second quarter, like yeah. right before the end of the half. Pushed the lead to 16. Then there was the uh, Mellow stole it from Curry and dribbled up and just like stopped on a dime right at the three point line, right at the top of the key, and made it and like swished it. it yeah, was, it was really cool. And then another another candidate would be the Draymond Tech, which was pretty he fun. Was, he but was he so didn't care bad. about this game, man. Yeah, that's true. He didn't care, so I don't Actually, know why they gave one him of my tap. favorite moments was I don't know if you guys got to see this because you're at the game, but the way Steve Kerr reacted to some call, it, he wanted a carry. Yeah. Call on yes. Westbrook, and yeah. he just kept going. Did that for a minute. So dumb. It yeah. is. I was like, "What are you doing? 
He just kept doing this. Yeah, and then and then I could hear his. I was reading his lips, and he was going, "I'm just saying, I'm just saying." (laughs) (laughs) Just so lame. Uh, What a freaking doof. So two other. Do you have any other ones? Uh, Those were the ones that I'd written down. If you have some more. So two other ones that may be candidates for that is number one, like there was a transition three that Paul George hit. That just set the building on fire, and I can't yeah. remember what. I don't even remember the sequence what happened, but it was, was that like, that was that the shimmy one though. Was that the shimmy one? I think it was. Okay, okay. So that's I don't want to say that one again. But then the, another one that I thought was one of my favorite plays of the game was when Melo pump fake Draymond Green, and Draymond bit. Yeah, and, and then he went the right by him yeah. and yeah. made the got the and one. Yeah. Hey, that was pretty. Awesome. Not enough people are talking about it. Melo was awesome. He was awesome. He was great. Game. He's, he was, ready, he's ready for the moment. He was also very good at keeping, at kind of getting to Russ and calming him down in really yes. emotional spots, too. Yep. He was really good. And there was one point when Russ was like chewing out Hustis on a defensive lapse that gave Steph a three. No, Ru- it gave Clay it? a three. Clay a three. And Russ was <sighs> chewing Hustis out for like two possessions. And Mello went over and was like, he was like, hey, Josh, it's my bad. It's my bad. And then like calmed Russ down and got him to stop. No, it may, you may have been right. It may have been Steph. But I remember I mean, anyway, that vividly because yeah. what they did is they ran this. It was like a, I don't even know what to but he, they basically penetrated across in the middle of the lane and in doing so Houston's bit way too hard right. in the lane and then Steph or Clay whoever it was sunk I don't know what I just said whoever it was just kind of snuck out to the three point right. line it was like wide open wide and open god Houston Russ was destroying he was Josh like after that yes obviously releasing a lot of emotion that wasn't just about <laughs> he's got Houston's the big old, bag. Right the big old yeah. bag of ice on his knees he's just yeah. like waddling over and screaming at josh Houston. josh was, was like come on man they're ready to climb my fourth year you don't man, need to come do on this. man please don't <laughs> everyone's laughing at me at golden state uh the paul george shimmy is that not him um mocking steph he or said it imitating wasn't. steph it he, totally he is. said it wasn't but i you don't be. turn and Look shimmy at, the, at bench. the bench. And then, yeah, it was 100%. That was the moment for me. That was the one for me that got me like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I literally did that. Literally did that. Uh, I wish baby, people could see Taylor's out. eyes roll back into his head. <laughs> out of line of, uh, of our It's probably good. It's probably good. I, uh my favorite moment was when Dakari Johnson came into the game because that's when you knew the Thunder won. What is it? The victory Degar or Degar? What do they call it? Well, I, I don't know what, what Fred said. The victory Degar or something like that. He was. Uh, I don't know. It was. It was just weird because there was that like six minute period where the Warriors were still like making shots and the Thunder were like really sloppy, and you're like, they're gonna they're gonna blow this against Armory Caspi and Nick Young right now. And really, I didn't feel like the arena start to like breathe again until you saw yeah. those guys come in for the Thunder because it just felt like, all right, here we go again. But we're just going to get embarrassed by like yeah. the the end of the the Warriors bench. But they stopped scoring like the Thunder. It was a weird turn. I was like, I don't yeah. think they scored in five minutes. Yeah, and Raymond Felton, he, I'm screaming at him from. Oh man. He just pounding the ball his into the ISO. ground, and but then just his like tattoos. is no one, but no one is doing anything. Everyone's just standing, and know. he's looking. I was so. I mad. felt like that wasn't his fault. And he but. shot like one one shot. It was number one, the three that Stephen Adams caught. It was such an air ball that he caught right yeah. before the basket. Iguodala was draped all over him. He could not. He could not move. Yeah. with Iguodala. Raymond Felton hit a deep two over Kevin Durant. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna have to hold that closer to your face. Thank you. <laughs> How do you know? Is this your first pod? 
It's one of them. <laughs> it's one of them. Yeah. Yeah, Felton's, every possession Felton had, I felt terrified. Stressed out. I'm like, I was like oh, pass come the on. ball. <laughs> like, give it to anybody else at this point, man. Pass the balls. Did you guys uh, notice that Westbrook avoided eye contact with Durant? Yeah. yeah. Like, most, even oh. the forehead rub, he was like staring. Like at his neck. Well, maybe that's why he said so it. His neck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. He he did a lot of yelling around the yeah. area of Kevin yeah. Durant. <laughs> it's like he was almost like ignoring, like feels, trying to ignore him. Yeah. So uncomfortable. But he yeah. also wanted to make sure that Kevin knew what he was saying. Yeah. It was. It is weird. They have such a weird relationship. It's it's honestly so awkward. Why though? Why? Just because they're both big weirdos. Yes. It's because Ke- like Kevin really wants he wants it all to go away without him having to do anything about it, and he just thinks it will if he keeps saying that it doesn't. There's nothing between them, or there's they're cool, or I've texted him. Like he he thinks that if he continues to say this crap, that it will just automatically go away. But uh, Russell Westbrook is a different kind of human. Like he like time will not heal that wound for Russ. All right, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at DJ underscore Frijoles. Frijoles. Who wants to know, what's the scoring against the Warriors sustainable with the OK4 combining for 90 points and the bench only scoring 12? Uh, no. I don't, I don't think that's something that they can do night in, night out because I don't think that those guys are going to shoot that well. They all shot the ball really well. But I also think that they're going to rely on other guys to score uh, in moments where they know that they don't have it. You know, Patrick Patterson will get some shots. I think that's that'll be a game that Alex Abrinas will play a little bit more in when they need scoring. Um, but I don't I don't think that's a sustainable model. Uh, I'd be surprised if they beat the Warriors like that again. So let season. me ask this question though. This is uh, <clears throat> so this is a common I like thought, like, oh well they're really well they need a fifth player, you know, or they need this or this or this. I'm like, so what other team really has six guys, other than the Spurs, six guys that score 15 points, and that's where you get your majority of points from. Like, every uh, team is, is... I can tell you. Uh, do you have... Yeah. Have isn't every team Whoa. all-star dominant? Pretty much. So I, I looked at um, the teams that have obvious top fours and look at what their percentage of points are for their total team points. So, for instance, the OKC4, their top four guys, Adams, Mello, PG, and Russ, score 71% of the team's points. So, like, how does that fall in the line with other teams? So, for instance, Houston, now you can kind of debate who their top four is, but I think it's CP3, Capella, Gordon, and Harden. Yeah. They score 70% of their team's points. So, like, pretty much in line. Golden State is at 68%, Boston's 65%, Minnesota's 65%. And I threw in Detroit because we're playing them tonight. They're 62%. So they're not like that far out of range. Are they the highest? But they are the highest. They are the highest. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like them with ISO ball. You're like, you know what? Like, they're, not, they're pretty close to the same isolation points as Houston, but they still have the most in the league. Right. Kind yeah. of thing. Uh, they do need another guy, though. What kind of guy? They need another wing. Somebody was thrown out. Very offensive to me, Monta Ellis. <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen that a lot. Uh, Monta is, Ellis isn't in the NBA, so <laughs> he's available. They could have him right now. They've got a they've got a roster spot. For I'll tell you this: man, the Thunder, basically? the Thunder don't want him. Why yeah. would you you want to bring in an inefficient combo guard that can't get a job? Yeah, he was not good last year. 
No. Or the year before. So you you think it's a buyout guy, which who knows who that ends up being. You can't predict I think that Sam yet. will make a trade. Sam always makes a trade. I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't know if I think that this team immediately needs something else. When you say wing, do you mean like another ball handler? It doesn't have to be. They need a guy they can close games with. Because, I mean, you didn't see that problem against the Warriors because they didn't have to close the game. You know, they didn't have to, they didn't play into the fourth quarter. And you don't think it's Alex right now? No. Well, I at least know that Billy doesn't think it's him. You know, I mean, I don't think that it's, I think that he deserves more of a chance to play than he has. Yeah. And he's gotten, but I just wonder if the Thunder, but that doesn't matter. That doesn't, you know, I don't know what kind of trade. So the hard thing is, is, like everybody wants a three and D wing. Like yeah. everybody wants that. Yeah. So it's not the only way you're going to get it is if like you really do have Denver who something else happens and they're like, crap, we just need to suck or we need to figure out how to shed some salary. So we're not paying for a team that's not going to make the playoffs because Paul Millsap's out. And then the Wilson Chandler is back on the market or whatever, which I don't know if they'd move him, but, or if it's something where you could, I wouldn't want to move a point guard, but like if the Clippers are in this place where they're kind of maybe going to be in a free fall. And so is there somebody from that team that you could, I don't know who they have that I would want either, but I'm trying yeah. to think of potential candidates out there. It's not like there's a plethora of them that people were trying to get rid of. There's not. Yeah. There's not a lot of guys. That's why you, you think it would be a guy in the buyout market because of that. But Sam, will, Sam will do something. It could be really small. Um, I don't know. I also just, I would like to see them try using Hustis as that fifth guy rather than a guy like Felton. He doesn't need the ball. He can guard people and he hasn't really shown that so far this season, but I think he can shoot it. And yeah. so give I would like to see him get a chance to do it because they're not they're not letting Robertson close games. They didn't he let him shoot with confidence. Hustis yeah. like he has no problem pulling He'll the fire, yeah. Or use Jeremy Grant, I guess. Man, I like Grant. He didn't play that much the other night. His blocks against Durant, though, those were another couple. Yeah, in the first quarter, that was he was great. He only played thirteen minutes. Yeah, I I still think it's so weird that they played Houston seventeen and a half minutes the other night. I just couldn't believe it that they 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 just kept him in the game. I was like, he's probably going out now, but he's kept. But didn't we talk about it? Like how he could be that guy that he's long, he's athletic, he can shoot. Like, yeah, no, he makes sense. I don't think he's great. No, no, not. I think a, no. he could be a guy. Oh, he's a guy. <laughs> oh, he's a hell of a guy. Guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Brian Nitz. Brian who says, "Billy pulled Adams earlier than usual in the first non-foul trouble, and Grant played big minutes. Do you like Adams with Paul George in the second unit more than previous rotations?" Yeah, it was yeah. way better. Yeah. Uh, I guess what what happened in the second half, though, when – because, okay, Adams came out with like six minutes left in the first quarter, right? And then came back in with the second unit when Paul George came back in with them. Yep. I loved that. But Jeremy Grant didn't really play in the second half, so what was the rotation then? They're using Patrick Patterson and – Oh, that's Eustace. right. That's right. Yeah. Um, I loved it, though. It brought a lot of stability to that second unit. You didn't have to worry about – like Adams has been so good defensively yeah. and just being a anchor generally on defense. And so I, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. The defense usually drops off a cliff after mm-hmm. the first quarter. And that's something that definitely mitigated it. 
What? What? The next Twitter question. Have you seen their Twitter handle? Uh, why don't you read it? We're Twitter all question from <laughs> at penis underscore canter. Ah! Doesn't say I think penis. it's penis. Penis. Oh, you're gross, Luke. Penis well, canter. Get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> Guys, they meant it as penis. Well, penis. <laughs> penis. Guys, they just misspelled penis. He wants to know what weird lineup from the Warriors game do you hope becomes a regular part of Donovan's rotation? Donovan. Dan- You've been talking weird this morning. I don't know Donovan. if anyone's pointing that out. Um, I think probably my favorite was what we just mentioned was that second unit. Uh, other than that, I don't think there was anything like so weird that. I mean, he just basically played his best players a lot more which I think that this team is just going to have to do against good teams. You know, Paul George almost played 40 minutes. Steven Adams uh, played the second most minutes of anybody at 37 minutes, which I thought is really good for this team. Against the Warriors, too, which has always been an issue, is sometimes you'd get caught not being able to play your big guy who might be one of your best players. But Steven Adams has shown that he can stay out there with them, and he should stay out there with them. Yeah, and he frustrated Draymond. I mean... Part of like the joy of being at that game was watching Draymond just go crazy because he was so frustrated. Yeah, um, and Melo in particular made him so frustrated because he Melo was drawing fouls. Melo just killed him. Like I would have never thought that Carmelo Anthony would outplay Draymond Green in a Warriors Thunder matchup, but he did. It was crazy. I just couldn't believe that Hustis and Robertson were on the floor together. And then I went back yeah. and looked at it, and they've actually played 40 minutes together this year. Any guesses what their net rating is? Negative 16. Uh, plus 7.6. Oh, really? Wow. That's interesting. I don't get it. And they were a plus four in those six minutes against Golden State. It's a very, I mean, it's clearly what they're going for is just very switchy, right. you know, positionless basketball with those two. Uh, and Robertson was good the other night. I thought he played a good game. He he still has, I mean, his fast break issues were, I mean, they were terrifying. He's like playing hot potato with Paul George. I mean, you thought that that was getting stolen every time he did that, Absolutely. right? I did too. Yeah, I mean, he did He did not want any part of trying to make a contested layup. But Robertson's also the reason Clay Thompson was 3 of 12 from the He field. was fantastic. 3 of 8 from the three-point line, which is still well, pretty good. And, and he did, on the offensive end... Besides on the fast break, he did exactly what you want him to do. Is that he was setting screens. He was the pick and roll guy with Westbrook. Uh, he can pass on the short roll, which is really nice. It's a really nice um, part of his game. I don't know. I thought he was. I thought he was awesome the other oh, night. Robertson. Yeah. Yeah. Our next Twitter question doesn't agree. It's from Zach, Zach underscore Trav, who says, with Paul George performing defensively like he is and Robertson a liability on offense like he is, is Robertson still necessary on this team? A potential trade value for a couple more role players? Hey, did you glitch on the word defensively? Defensive. A little bit. What are they going to get for Andre Robertson? That's my question. Nothing. I mean, you can't. He's making $10 million now. He's being paid fairly. No one's no one's going to take on his deal at this point. And the Thunder, I just don't know. You, you're going to trade him for Joe Johnson? Like, what are you, like, what There's are you real doing? moments like, where you know. watch the Warriors <clears throat> just completely leave him by himself. Like That's well, a real thing. And not but, only the Warriors, everyone yeah. in the NBA. The hard thing for me, though, is you watch him play against the Warriors, and he's almost worth it just for the defense he plays 
against, against that team. Yeah. So for me, it's always been the issue of Donovan just saying, hey, we don't need 25 to 30 minutes of Robertson in this game. So let's just not play him. Right. Like, hey, for, for a majority of the teams in the NBA, he doesn't need to play. Give right. Alex a shot. Houston's a shot. Thank Give you. Ferguson a shot. Who, yeah. <laughs> Let Spears play. <laughs> Thank <man>. you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I, I agree with that. They're not going to trade him. The front office really, really likes him and likes what he can bring. And really, it's all about getting to the Western Conference Finals and giving yourself a chance against the Warriors. And if you trade Robertson for another player, you may win more regular season games, but you don't have as good a chance against the Warriors. So, uh, and plus, you're not going to bring back two role players for Robertson. Yeah, I don't know what you would get for him. It made more sense last year when it was like an expiring contract. Yeah. Uh, yeah, deals to like Denver for any of their guys, like a yeah. Will Barton or somebody like that. Like that made sense at the time. But, but now you look at Denver and like they're coming up against the cap pretty quickly. Yeah, they're not. They don't want ten million dollars of Andre Robertson right now. We probably have to take back like Mason Plumlee's deal. Home? Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> All right. Next Twitter question comes from at i john thirty. Hey John. I John wants I john. to know. What if Billy just convinced the team to play with the same intensity as last night for just three quarters? Don't you think they would? Don't don't you think they wouldn't even have to play the fourth quarter against most teams? I'll tell you this: Billy Donovan wants them to play that way every game, and yeah. has actually asked them to. Believe can, it or not, can you believe that <laughs> Donovan didn't think that this would work until the Warriors game? Yeah, can you think that Donovan <laughs> is just like goes in at halftime? He's like, "Hey guys, I love what you did in the first half." But if you can just take it down a few notches. Yeah. <laughs> take a quarter off, guys. Really, just, just get your breath. Like you're bringing a little too much intensity for me. Yeah, some. Of, I mean, this is honestly a team issue. This is like a. It's been a player issue from the start. Sorry, bud. Sorry, I John. Talking to your mic. I was whispering. Hi, John. We appreciate your Twitter question. Um, <laughs> sorry, it feels like we sorry. crapped on it. Sorry. Yeah, we, we don't want to crap you, on it. But yeah, he's. This is what Billy's wanted all season, and. Plus, I they, feel like they, uh, together. they haven't been playing the fourth against most teams. <laughs> They've already yeah. tried that. Oh, strategy. yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, but the third quarters have been some of the more abysmal ones where it's like, yeah, what happened? Well, and that's why you just thought, because the Warriors have killed teams, and they're like a plus 100 and something on the season in the third quarter. And you just thought, like, all right, here it comes. Like, we're just, and they were a plus six after the third quarter, which is, that was weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Luke, the good thing we can. Hey, we need to tell because this happened in the 76ers game with the Warriors. What's happening? You have to talk closer to it. I'm so close to it. Sorry, dude. I'm fighting you on the pod. Got to put it. Uh, The 76ers were up like 20 something, and the Warriors came back. What's happening? (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) I'm going to quit the pod. I'm going to mute you. Come on. Hey man, it's a Taylor Pod. Everyone's been <laughs> muted. <laughs> yeah. All right. You didn't say a thing. <laughs> I couldn't. That's what he wants to go. All right. It's time to move on. It's time to move past this. All right. Our next Twitter question comes from Al- at Alan underscore Miller one two, who says, "So are we not firing Billy Donovan?" Hashtag dumb take. So I have a really funny story about Alan Miller. Under Alan underscore Miller 12. Last night I go to a movie with my friends, or my, my, my friends, my family. Um, what movie? Went and saw the movie Coco. It's a new Disney movie. I heard it was, it was great. Ooh. It was great. I cried. 
in this movie? <laughs> of laughter or sadness? Of, of sadness. It wasn't mm. sadness like, like, I don't know. Like, Did you cry in Up? Uh, yeah. Um, so I okay. was crying at the end of this movie. I'm walking out of the movie, getting ready to take my kid to the bathroom. I was like, I had visibly cried. <laughs> and Alan underscore Miller 12 is yelling, Andrew. Oh, no. And I turn around. And I don't know. It. Like, I've, we've never met before. And he just recognized me. And I was like, oh, I was, I was like, hey. And he's like, tell me that he listened to the podcast. Are you and okay, stuff. man? And I'm like, just <laughs> 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 like, Trying to hustle my kid to the bathroom, I visibly cried. My uh, my pair of glasses that I was wearing that night had broken. Like I'm just like this like oh, awful, this awful mess. <laughs> so I apologize to you, Alan. It's great to meet you. Yesterday. Also, if you ever run into Andrew in public, you have to respond, Andrew, Andrew, Andrew. Yeah, just yell. yeah, just yell that as loud as you can. And Andrew really likes being pantsed, so do that yeah. to him too. That's true. He loves it. Anyways, I put, does, I, put Alan's question, I, I put Alan's question here just because of that. That's great. <laughs> All right. Our next question comes from at Seth Nix, who says, this may be stupid. It is. But the more I think about. <laughs> this is so dumb. But the more I think about the Golden State players and coaches reactions, the more I think they threw the game. Am I ridiculous? You are so ridiculous, yeah, Seth Nix. Get out of here with that take. That is a wild take, so you, What you have done is you have bought into what the Warriors are selling you. That's mm, what you've done. Mm. The Warriors want you to think that they threw the game, that this means nothing, that they don't care. You know, them, him pulling or Steve Kerr pulling his starters and pulling his good players with eight minutes left is a move that want, he wants you to think that they were just through this game, that it didn't matter to them. In reality, I mean, this this means a lot to them and to the Thunder. And, you know, you look at on paper, clearly the Warriors are still better, but the Thunder have a shot against this team. They really do. They have like a real shot to beat this team. And we saw that the other night, and I think that the Warriors want you to think it didn't matter to them. Right, let's move to our next question. It comes from at JT Money one two eight six, who says Draymond Green is overrated. Should we start treating him to a lesser extent, like the league treats Andre Robertson on offense? He's not that bad. What? Yeah, we got he, a lot of wild takes. That's a wild take. He was. I mean, he was horrible the other night against the Thunder on both ends. Uh, but he's, I mean, he's on most nights, he's a top 10, top 15 NBA player because of what he can do on the defensive end. His passing, uh, his shots looked just embarrassingly horrible the other night. And I get, like, I understand this question, um, but he's usually not that bad. But on the other hand, like, <clears throat> no hyperbole, hyperbole. Wow, what is happening in this room? <laughs> he, he is playing with... Is there a gas leak? Yeah. Carbon monoxide detector? Yeah. Post-Thanksgiving is rough. <laughs> Post-Thanksgiving. Uh, Draymond is playing with three of the greatest shooters of all time. So, like, by default, you basically end up treating him like Robertson a lot yeah. of times when he's just, like, out on the three-point line by himself. But it's not really because Draymond's bad. Like, he shoots 36% on wide-open threes, 35% on catch-and-shoot threes, six-and-a-half assists. It's like, you, you have to guard him, but... Yes, because he's on this team, you you can kind of get away with it. Because what else are you going to do? <laughs> right. Yeah, if you have to help off of somebody, it's going to be yeah. Draymond, right? Or Zaza for the eight minutes that he plays. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> okay, our Come next on. Twitter <laughs> question <laughs> comes from at BetterMan91. Best man, better man. Best man, better man. Who wants to know, who wants us to do voiceovers for the KD Russ head-to-head? Here's mine. 
they're both saying this in unison. Don't kiss him. 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 <laughs> you think they both wanted to kiss each other? In the, it was palpable. Russ wanted, <laughs> Russ wanted to kiss that neck. <laughs> yeah. What they're if? Coming for the neck. Yeah, they're both kissing. They're coming for the they're neck with some sweet neck. kisses. <laughs> don't don't look him in the eye or you'll kiss him. <laughs> yeah, they're both in USC. Yeah, like we finally touch again. Man, what if they just started macking? Get out, out of here! Next question. <laughs> we were muted for two minutes. Wow. Next Twitter question comes from at Jason underscore Broyles, who says Twitter question: Now that we have seen OKC. Beat Golden State. I'll bet regular season. Do you think the rest of the season I'll is... I'll bet regular season. <laughs> I'll bet. Do you think the rest of this season is enough to develop bench and role players, i.e. Abrinas, Grant, Patterson, Hustis, to truly challenge Golden State in the playoffs? Or does OKC still have to make another roster move? I feel like we've kind of answered this. I think they still need somebody else. I think they'll be able to count on Patrick Patterson a little bit more than they have to start the season come playoff time, but they, I feel like they still need at least one other guy. Hey, speaking of their bench, I'm uh, I'm going to give you two lineups. I want you to try to guess the net writings. Okay. The bench with PG, and the bench meaning like Felton, Grant, Abrinas, and Patterson, mm-hmm. or the bench with Mello. Which do you think is better? This uh, makes me think that the Mello ones have a better net rating. Oh, really? Is that what you think? Maybe it's a trick question. Well, that's, I want you to think that. Oh, it's a double trick. That's why I think that, because I think it's a trick question. Okay. PG plus 17. So with Paul George, the bench is a negative 16.5 in 47 minutes. The bench with Mello is a positive 4.5 in 37 minutes. Yeah. I think that's because of like the last like four games of the Thunder before Golden State. Because, I mean, they, they were just atrocious when everybody went to the bench and Paul George stayed out there. And but maybe yeah, that's think, what made Billy do the uh, PG and Adams thing. Yeah, I mean, he's really got to keep trying. He's got to keep trying stuff. Because um, clearly a lot of the things they've been doing haven't been working. Come get this, Mike Taylor. Uh, but yeah, I think that I still think they have other moves to make. And I think Presti knows that. The, thun- the Thunder know where they're at. Like, there's no question that... They don't think that they've got the roster that can beat the Warriors in a seven-game series, even though they, they just won. They just stomped the Warriors. I don't, they they don't think that they can beat them in a seven-game series. They still want to be better. Hmm. Our next total question comes from at DJ underscore Frijoles, who wants to know what is the best Thanksgiving vegetable. Oh. Uh, is, is bacon a vegetable? I don't know. <laughs> oh, jeez. Seems like. I'm going to go with corn. Corn? corn? No, it's, wow. That's a terrible choice. Potatoes is potato. Is potato a vegetable? Yeah. Then the mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes, gravy. It's a vegetable, but it's like borderline. I don't I feel know. like that's the spirit of the question. It's a starch. It's a starch. What about sweet potato? Sweet potato is trash. I don't like it. Ooh, that's Whoa. a fiery take, man. I know. Sweet wow. potato, that's mine. I, I, I don't put that on my plate to make more room for dressing and mashed potatoes. Mm. Dressing. Stuffing. Stuffing or dressing? 
The same thing. I call it stuffing. Oh, I thought you were talking about just salad you, dressing. No, you, did not, you do not call it stuffing. You just call it dressing. Well, I mean it's stuffing. Okay. <laughs> he de- you do usually call it stuffing. That's what's I know. That's what we are. That's my bad. My bad. My bad. of you. My bad. Dressing. Taylor. Eh? Uh, green beans, man. Green bean casserole is my jams. Green beans. Wow. Green bonds. Man, smoke some green bean casserole. Just bake I will it. try to smoke a green bean. I will. I will. I will. Light it on fire. Oh. <laughs> What's yours? Oh, you oh, also beans, said green beans. beans. Yeah, but yeah. I can't do dairy, so I can't do green bean casserole. Ah, shoot. Hey, man, I'm making some non-dairy green bean casseroles. We'll talk about it. Oh, great. Thanks, man. You're welcome. Andrew? Sweet potato, I already said. Sweet potato? How do you yeah. like it prepared? Uh, really, anyway, but if, if they're candied, that's better. Ooh, you put some brown sugar oh, on brown sugar, cheating. some pecans. Can I tell you a great story from my Thanksgiving? Yeah. Um, we were all around the table, and my my parents had were playing some music, just like because everyone's like around, you know, party time, party time, party time, Thanksgiving, and um, we were all around the table. We had all like waited to everyone get there with their food. We did, and my my dad was like, "Okay, let's say the prayer." So we were all saying the prayer while the music above is pour some sugar on me. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, I'm like, so they're just cracking up during the prayer because pour some sugar on me. Wait, where were you? My my house. Why my was pour house. some sugar on me? Because <laughs> they had they had they were like listening to the radio or I don't know like a, like a Pandora <laughs> station or something. Yeah, what Pandora, Pandora station would you t- no. choose? It would have that. The thing's I don't know. It's Thanksgiving. Motley Crue. Dial them up. <laughs> I don't know, but it was it was awesome. That's weird. That is great. I know. <laughs> also, I get down to some Brussels sprouts. Oh yeah, man. We didn't have any Brussels sprouts. Mine. So, uh, Brussels sprouts. No Brussels sprouts. Mine. No Brussels sprouts. You know Brussels sprouts. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at the underscore Sternlicht, who wants to know if an NBA game was played between. Andre Robert, 26, oh my god. Oh, wow. I, I didn't understand wow. this. Wow, 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 if wow. an NBA game was played between 26 Andre Robertsons, what would the final score be? I like that he chose 26. He wants to make sure that there's a bench. Most people would just say, like, well, if you did five on five Andre Robertson, <laughs> yeah. he wants well, to make sure there's a full bench. bench. <laughs> full bench. We need to have fresh Robertsons for the whole game. <laughs> <laughs> just do hockey subs. Yeah. Just five, five Robertsons. I mean, Six to three. I think it'd be endless twenty-four second violations. They would just keep passing it around. Oh, you know what it would be? That's true. It would be Robertson on Robertson crimes where they just try to put each other on the foul line the whole game. Yeah, because they know, like, I know you're not confident in doing this, so I'm just gonna keep fouling you. They'd all be just broken men at the end of the (laughs) end of it. They're (laughs) they're all on suicide watch by the end of it. It'd be really bad. Man, sad. Next Twitter question comes from at Red Sox Rebert, who wants to know who on this team would you give up to get Dion? Is Russell Westbrook an acceptable answer? Oh my god! Well, I don't know if that's enough. Russ and Steve. Russ plus Steve. Uh, we'll take back some bad contracts from Miami. <laughs> We'll take back Tyler Johnson's deal. Uh, I love that Dion like just breaks people's soul. Like he's pretty bad, and then he does something amazing that you beats just the don't Celtics. care. Yeah, beats the Celtics. Last year hits a buzzer beater against the Warriors to win. He's I love it. I, I honestly wish that we would trade Westbrook and Adams for him, just <gasps> so you guys could keep doing your pod and acting like it was still cool to have Dion there. What meanwhile our team just crashes and burns. 
I would love that. Hey, love we, that for you. Hey, you're a little anti Dion right now. Because then you have Paul George, Carmelo, <laughs> Dion Waiters, Ray Felton. Are there any four cooler guys than those four? Mm, yes. Who? Hey, man. I don't even have to think about it. I just know there's four cool There's guys. not. There's no, there, there's no way. Carmelo Anthony, side note. What? I feel like I have to say this on every podcast. He's probably the coolest guy I've ever been around. He's just very wise. You notice that Durant was wearing his hoodie up the whole game? Yeah, I did. Because they all have hoods. Yeah. No. He's trying to steal trying to, he's his trying brand. To, oh, oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, all of Mello's quotes are always really good. Like, they're always just, like, really well thought out. Can I read yeah. you a Paul George quote? Uh-oh. Yeah, that made me laugh. It was uh, on the undefeated. Mark Spears interviewed him right after the Golden State game and said... How do you answer the question of what is next in regards to your unrestricted free agency next summer? Paul George said, there is no next. I'm focused on what is now. There is no next for me right now because the now isn't finished. The now isn't where it should be, so there's no thought on what is next. Wait, that, is Paul George going to die? Is Paul George dying? No, that is the most Billy Donovan answer <laughs> yeah, to a question ever. I can't remember... What Paul George or no Billy was asked if somebody was going to play one night. He's like, "Well, they aren't going to play tonight. Uh, they're for sure not playing. They won't be in the game. They won't play." <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. okay. <laughs> he sounds like the guy from the room, the the movie. <laughs> um, minor beef uh, with this article is like, how many more times do we have to say that Paul George likes to fish? It's in like every single article about Paul George. <laughs> They're trying to hammer it home. It's like, yeah, like all Wilson, the, it's Wilson like, Chandler likes to fish too. It's all we know about Paul George in every article I read. He's good at basketball. Loves to fish. Loves to fish. I do know this too. He had a he has a baby mama. He had a kid with a baby mama, and then he is trying to be with the baby mama. And they had another kid, and I think they're like, I don't think she's like baby mama anymore. I think they're like you know loving relationship. Oh, it's cool. Good to know. Tight. <laughs> wow. I was. I wish no one laughed. <laughs> Our next and final Twitter question comes from at Miss Cooper Loves, who wants to know: Is the Thunder wearing the statement jersey against the Pistons? If so, how excited are you? I am very excited. They are wearing it tonight. I think they go on sale today. They do. Uh, it's very exciting. They look so cool. Uh, you guys have any predictions, expectations for the Thunder tonight at home against the Pistons wearing their statement jerseys? I think I think they'll play as hard as they did against the Warriors. I, I really do so. think they will. Because of the jersey? Because that would be such a letdown. If they didn't? If Yeah, if they lose tonight. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I can kind of feel it coming, and I don't want it to happen. Yeah. yeah. Russell... Also clearly needed some kind of motivator in front of him, and the Warriors were definitely that. Kevin Durant was definitely that. I think Reggie is just as much that. For yeah, him. I think so too. Like he he does not like Reggie. Plus, they, didn't they? They beat us last year. They uh, did. And um, that was an ugly game. It was an ugly game. Uh, it'll, it'll be. This will be a good game. The the Pistons are no joke. They've, they've been, been really good. good. Yeah, yeah. Quit laughing. And Reggie's a big butthole when it comes to. Uh, play the thunder here mm. yeah mm. calling mm-hmm. yelling the fans and stuff now the statement jerseys like they're on sale for fans tonight yeah i think so because i saw on the the thunder like twitter feed or something they'll like 
take a picture of Paul George like wearing the hat and be like, oh, you can pick this hat up. But for the New Jersey, they had Billy Donovan wearing just like a hoodie. And like, obviously, like mm. Billy Donovan doesn't look, he's not like a model. <laughs> like some of the players like look cool wearing this stuff. And then yeah. you just see like Billy Donovan just standing there and they're like, come on, pick him up. Come on, pick it up. I think they're on sale today, but I'm not certain. Don't hold me to it. Hey, you should get one. I really want to. I don't, I don't own a jersey and this might be my first one. Oh, you would get a jersey? Oh, really? Yeah. Whose jersey would you buy? Westbrook. Would you wear a shirt underneath? Yeah. You I would? would. Even at the beach? Not at the beach. But... Maybe. Would you wear it? Okay. Would you wear a jersey out? Yeah. With, on a date? No. First date? Uh, it would. It would depend. It would depend on where we're going. <laughs> Wait. What? <laughs> well, wow. Would you we... wear it on a date? No. First date? Mm, it would <laughs> Here's the question: Are we going? Because what if? What That's if? So what weird. if we were going to the beach? I would wear it then. What if you were going to a Thunder game for a date? I would not wear it. You would not wear it. No. What do you wear to Thunder games? Uh, just like what I, just like cool guy stuff. Just cool guy stuff. Yeah. Like do you guys I, wear thunderstorms? Cool guy guard. I wear to work. Hey, Mr. Button. Oh, no. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> what you wear at work? <laughs> well, just like, you Thank know, you. just like button up, you know, button up, yeah. button up, pants, jewelry, <laughs> what <is that>? jewelry, <laughs> jewelry, 100%. some man jewelry. Yeah. That's it. Hey guys. Yeah. Before we ask if we're miffed and peeped, you want to talk about Oklahoma shirt company? I do because they are so good. Hey. We had a we had a listener of the pod uh, email saying they used Uncle Shirt Company. I loved it. Yeah, it's because they're great. They're easy to work with. Yes, they have their shirt of the month club that you can join today. It's a great gift to give somebody. Oh, you know what else? It's going to be here in about uh, a month. I don't know. Great stocking stuffer. For real stuff on in your stocking. $10 shirt, and you go to their store, and they got, got the old ones you can get, too. They do. You can get one right now. It's a Christmas-themed shirt with an upside-down candy cane. It's really, really cool. So go check out Oklahoma Shirt Company. Get your shirts made with them. They have graphic designers mm-hmm. that you can work with if you have an idea. If all you have is an idea and you want to put it on a shirt, they can help you do that. So go check out Oklahoma Shirt Company today. Join their shirt of the month club. Make yourself look cool and feel cool. Are you miffed and are you peeved? Miff, 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 miffed and peeved. Woo! I'm a little miffed. So we took family pictures the other day. Mm. Are we ta- like Thanksgiving or earlier this week? Earlier in the week. Okay. Uh, they turned out great. We got uh, proofs back yesterday. And. I didn't know this, but I had one additional button unbuttoned that I didn't intend. I didn't intend for that to happen. Oh, really? And so there's well, just what's underneath nothing. Oh. No, unbuttoned. So, yeah. so like, yeah. So like down. No, no, no. It was, it was what you're doing right now. Okay. But I don't. That's not my style. I understand. But, <laughs> I understand. <laughs> but I did. But I didn't know it until I saw the pictures. I was like, wait a minute. It's an extra button unbuttoned. I didn't mean for that to happen. It just makes me look a lot more confident than I really am. Oh, I feel like you're complaining about this. You're saying I should do another unbutton, unbutton another to feel even more confident. Yeah, that's right. I think the more buttons you have unbuttoned, the more confident you are. Can you see anything? Like like a nipple or something? <laughs> no. I mean, you know, like chest hair. No, I mean, it's nothing bad, but I was just, I didn't want that to happen. I don't, okay, it makes you appear more confident than you are, and you don't like that. I just didn't. I like. I like to have control over things in my life, and oh, I didn't okay. have control over that button. Can oh, you Photoshop okay. in a chain? 
Chat. That would look good. Or I'm going to fo- talk to a photographer. Hey, I really like everything you did, but can you just Photoshop a chain over my neck in every picture, please? That'd be cool. Or some some uh, some chest hairs peeking out. Ooh, cool. We used to do that to my uncle every time, because he's got a ton of chest hair. We would walk up to him, and that's how we would say hi. Like, hi! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, are you marfed? Yeah, but you marfed first. Okay. I went to... I did two Thanksgivings yesterday, and my girlfriend and I were running real quick, and we had to go get like a special meal from Whole Foods because there's a lot of dietary restrictions, whatever. Mm. So we go and we get it, and I'm like 10 minutes before they close, and the girl is still there at the pickup counter, and I'm like, hey, I'm picking up my meal for what Thanksgiving, Taylor Dickerson. And she goes, okay, we close in 10 minutes. I was about to leave in like 10 minutes, but I'll go back and get it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> That's it made me so miffed. I'm like, you just told me you're not leaving for another ten minutes. Why are you telling me this? I'm ten minutes before you you get what I'm trying to say here? It's like why say anything to me? She thought you were just gonna turn around and be like, Oh, okay, well I guess I'll be like, Oh, you have ten minutes? I wanna give you like I'll leave. Have that's what's weird to me is it's like you're going you're telling me I'm going to work for ten more minutes. But you're giving me grief about it. You get what I'm saying? You doing it. Yeah. That's... I don't know. It just really miffed me off. And I di- what do I say to that? So I said, okay. Okay. And then she okay. said, I'll be right back. And she was like mad. And mm. I didn't get it. You probably ruined oh. her Thanksgiving. You know what? She ruined my Thanksgiving. That's, that wasn't about you. That's true. That's, no one, no one likes to work on the holidays, you know? I needed, yeah. You're yeah. Right. That has nothing to do with you. Except don't take that personally. That's like, ru- like Russ to Houston. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Marfed? Uh, yeah, Marfed, uh, my wife, <laughs> she uh, spent the day with her family yesterday, you know, they were drinking mm-hmm. throughout the day, and then she comes over to my parents' house at night, because my dad's kind of sick right now, so he, we're not going out, and we decide to watch the movie Get Out with him. Mm-hmm. We convince him to watch Get Out. Love Get it's Out. It's a great movie. It's yeah, such a great movie. My wife, though, had been drinking a little bit, and she stopped the movie at least five times during the movie just to go... Brian, what do you think's happening? What do you think's going on? Do you have any theories? Is God. your dad's name Brian? Yeah. Okay. No, she's just saying Brian. Like, I don't know where. She just kept wanting to get his like up to the minute theories on what was happening and get out. Oh, wow. Oh, he was just like too tired to even like fight her. I was just like, start the movie. Second miffed and peeved. Some of these people on Twitter trying to convince me that Papa John's is a daddy restaurant. You listen to me. If Papa John's is our best version of a daddy restaurant, the state of daddy restaurants is in a sad state. That's true. Thank you for listening to our podcast. <laughs>